Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, we're going to give you an educated opinion of one of my good friends, one of the great broadcasters too in the rugby world, and that is uh, Kenny Laban, direct, direct out of... His part of the world is it Potidua, Upper Hutt? What are we? Where I don't know where you actually live, Kenny. Wonderful Wainui, Martin. Oh, I should have known. Oh, shame on me! Happy New Year, my friend. Yes, and to you, and to all our listeners, mate. You, you, I've, I've got off a bad start, haven't I? I mean, as soon as I didn't say Wainui, ah, it's all good. It's all good. Hey, uh, what, what if we just look in perspective? What have you made in the rugby year of general, mate? Well, I suppose if you look at it from an all-black perspective, uh, they played 15 tennis tests. They finished the year 12-3 and with an 80% KPI. So if you look at their body of work, I guess, in its entirety, um, there will be many in the game that will give them a pass. But if you take out the big tests, the ones that really mattered, Ireland, France, the all-blacks, I mean, South Africa and Australia, then um, the numbers don't look so good. So the speculation has been we're good against teams that can't play and uh, we've been pretty ordinary um, in the big games. You know, losing to Ireland, losing to France, uh, the manner in which they lost. Uh, the game, my apologies, I'm, I'm standing in a whānau photo, they're all giving it to me, Stephen. Oh, look, I, I knew I knew this was a, a tough ass to get you to do this because you're the big koro. How many, how many mokopuna do you have, mate? Oh, he's gone. Is he gone? He's still there, Kenny? Wow, so one of the one of the kids must have got the phone. Is he still there, Brian? Yeah. What happened there, buddy? One of the kids get your what, one of the kids get your phone. Something like that. It's all good. Are, are you are you clear now? Can we still talk to you? No, we're having a few problems there. Just double check again, lads. Kenny, you there, bud? Yes, I. How about we? How about we? Uh, just are you there, Ken? Okay. How about we ring him back and we will just have a little think about that. We just just uh, disconnect and reset. We can just reestablish the the call. We're talking to Kenny Laban from Sky Sport about the the rugby year. Hey, Brian. You know this one thing. Can I talk to you while we try and get Kenny on the line, Brian? There's one thing that intrigues me. Did did we have two Super Rugby's this year? I've been looking. I was trying to figure it out whether it was Super Rugby Trans Tasman in the first part of the year, and was there then Super Rugby Aotearoa? Well, yes, yes, it confuses <laughs> because the Because I was trying to figure out when did to... the Blues win the champ- uh, competition, and it was this year. Yeah, and they won the Trans-Tasman. Right. Because it was the usual red and blacks, right? They right. won... Uh... They, they, they rang Super Rugby Aotearoa. Does we... that make sense? Now, we've got Kenny back in line. Oh, no, he's gone again. 
that's okay. We, we keep talking. So, I mean, when you look at the rugby, because you've been following, you know, you flow sports like any demon does. When you look at the rugby year, how would you, what pass mark would you give rugby as a product as a whole? <sighs> About 50%, mate. Wow. Well, there were big sighs and There's huffs huge and puffs holes, there. What, was that? what were the huffing and puffing for? What was that all about? Um, <laughs> mainly a lot of it, I guess, is from a Kiwi's perspective, looking at like the All Blacks and just how they didn't perform to how they should have. They haven't changed their style for a long time, and it's just become stagnant, and that's the problem with rugby union. It's become stagnant. They are, the, the rule changes they bring in take it to more like rugby league, but then we might as well just all watch rugby league. Well, yeah, well, you and I would both quite happily, quite, quite <laughs> happily sure. do that. Uh, but uh, but Mark Watson, who was working here on SCNZ as well, said to me, we really should worry about the All Black results because complacency uh, about the All Blacks is dangerous because you don't you if you get complacent, oh, it's okay. Then you don't set the bar high. Definitely. Do do you play? Do you buy into that argument? Do you? Yeah, I absolutely buy into it. I, I'll take shares in that argument because. Um, if we don't, you know, hold them to account, they won't reach the status that they should reach. Though, uh, you know, sometimes you'd think that you, you talk to some of the players and you'd think that they are doing better than they actually are results-wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the results for the greatest team to ever play the game, they weren't on par this season. Yeah, but see, see this, is, this is the issue that I have. We're still trying to get Kenny Lab. He, he must be somewhere deep in, deep in Mainui Mata to have a bad signal, but that's okay. Is that we put too much attention on the All Blacks, and, the, and there's this magnificent game below that we continue to talk about but seem to often forget, which is grassroots rugby, right? You know, yeah. the Heartland rugby, and even below that, club rugby. Club rugby. Uh, you know, club rugby. I would love to see club rugger on the telly, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, especially some of these competitions like the Christchurch one and the Auckland comp. Um, there's some amazing personalities at that. You know, you still get your Norm Berrymans at that level. Yeah. You know, uh, nothing's trained out of them. There's still, you know, you get a big prop trying to kick like a... Yeah, exactly. But but for me, it's also, uh, I, I would look at it as a chance to put some of these kids that are playing first 15 rugby, use that as your direction finder, put them in there and have them muddied up a bit, if you know what I mean, uh, to, to learn to toughen it up rather than going from first 15 to academies and then suddenly in super rugby and they're found out. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's happened a lot recently, hasn't it? A lot, a lot of young, younger ones being found out because they didn't really get that uh, – well, they didn't play against men when they were younger. Yeah. And then by the time they sort of, I guess, became full-bodied, they were playing other men, dominating when they were younger. I remember playing a celebrity game of rugby in Tukurua. Uh, now, Pat Bennett, if I'm, I think the name is right, used to be a hooker for Waikato. And he rubs my face. He he picked up a whole heap of mud. I was in the front row for some stupid reason. You were in the hooker. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, me. You know what I what I look like. I'd be more like yeah. out the back. I remember having my face. Him picking up a piece of mud and just rubbing my face in it. And yeah. I thought to myself, that's what youngins need to know, right? That's what that's they miss what, out on. That's what youngins need to do uh, to sort themselves out because that's that's how it goes. And I th- I think when you look back at the rugby, I think the one thing I'm excited about if we. I think we've lost Kenny, haven't we? I think we're struggling no, to get I Kenny. I think so. Well, it's a real shame, and I apologise to you because we had lined Kenny up and we, he was all good to go uh, about three or four days ago. But obviously he's somewhere in Wainui Amata where the signal isn't that great. So you look at the All Blacks, and, and, and Kenny said it himself, you know, not winning against the, the teams that matter. But isn't that a good th- sign to go, OK, what do we need to improve? It did definitely, because it's in between World Cups, right? All Blacks getting beaten like this uh, out, out before World Cup a couple of years away 
It's just going to shake the shake them up. But will their coach have what it takes? Oh, see to now give, you're playing that to card, put the new right? Game plan. See, well, this, they need a new game this, plan. This is the test. This is the test, right, for Ian Foster and his team. Absolutely. Is to okay. So you've struggled against key nations. Now, and but this is the other problem. I have lots of problems with a little bit of rugger in the sense of working on the four year World Cup cycle, right? Where I would rather think if you have everything under you well and you're feeding into that all black machine, then everything should take care of itself. Do you do you buy into the argument that a modern coach at this level is more of a manager? Yeah, more of a manager rather than and and allows those myriad of assistants under him to try and work out the way he wants to play the game. Absolutely. I mean, these kids, these All Blacks and stuff, they've uh, been streamlined since the day they realised they were good at rugby and they've been sitting through academies. 13-year-olds now know way more about rugby than I knew at 13. Yeah. It's just how it is. That's the state of the game now. And so they're streamlined. They know how to play. It's just like Origin. They know how to play. <laughs> you just need someone like Mel Meninga to come in there, motivate them, and get them to. <laughs> I love I love how suddenly we were talking rugby and you've just gone, you're just, yeah, now we're talking about rugby league and big legends like Mel Meninga. What did you make of the NPC this year? So I was pretty happy because my Waikato. Uh, won the Bunnings NPC, but the, a lot of people are, were really frustrated that Taranaki, you know, sitting in championship. What did you make? I mean, the Taranaki run was a stunner, right? It, it was amazing. I'll just put it this way: I'm a Hawks Bay lad. Yeah, we kept the shield. That's all that really mattered. Would, oh, wow. would have loved to have beaten uh, JD's team, the Finns. Would have loved to take another muckle, but hey, unfortunately, we didn't. Okay, so why do you think the the Ranfilly Shield is more important? History. Wow, cut me off at my knees. Is that, yep. that, that's all it is. Absolute history. So, so you would rather your team finish bottom and still hold the Ranfilly Shield? Oh, yeah, but that won't happen if you hold the Ranfilly Shield because yeah, you I get know. points for well, the. At least get but points, uh, yeah, right? I would. I would. Isn't that a bit odd? Uh, it's like saying, I'll happily win the FA Cup, but forget about the Premiership. <laughs> right? <champions>. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you see, you get a reaction from you, see? Well, yeah, 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 it is along those lines, but I think um, just. The way the NPCs jumped from, you know, was the New Zealand tournament for a while. You know, the way it's jumped around what it is, the Ranfilly Shield stayed true to what it's been. And you just need to pick, put your hands on that log of wood to feel and read the history in there. The amazing players who have played for it. Do, gone. do you know, so here's a little piece of history. The first ever rugby game I went to was 1980 at Rugby Park in Hamilton when it when it was the old Rugby Park in Hamilton. I was with I was a youngster with my brothers. It was a Ranfilly Shield Challenge. Counties trying to take the shield off Waikato. Chocker Stadium. Amazing atmosphere. Wow, I thought this is pretty cool. Yeah. That's when people actually supported rugby and they yep. didn't sit and clap quietly and, and not know how to support. I think it was if my memory serves me correct, I've still got the ticket stub in a little scrapbook. Wow. I've still got the ticket stub. And I, if my memory serves me correct, it was 16 all and Waikato retained the shield. <sighs> and that was probably one of my few memories of rugby when it mattered in the provinces because I yep. think that's, you know, I, I come back to the shift. The shift has gone to the high echelon. Whereas for me, you know what I'd do? Here's, 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 here's some general chat. I mean, if you want to... Talk to us on 0800 What would you do to improve the state of rugby below Super Rugby? See, I wouldn't have Super Rugby. I'd have, or actually, I'd have Super Rugby. What I would do is I would um, turn the NPC into your Super Rugby because what I think is missing in Super Rugby, quite simply, is this 
tribalism. I mean, can you get tribal about the blues? Can it's hard you, to get tribal about a franchise. It's hard to get – well, yeah, I understand. But provin- provincial tri- tri- tribalism is what it's all about. I yep. mean, you can – if we look at the rugby league model, they've got 16, soon to be 17 teams, right? But they are – they are specific. They've been around for a long time, but they create the tribalism. Mm. And so what you don't have with Super Rugby is tribalism. They try really hard and give them their due, but it's not really because you're from different areas. You suddenly try and rejig the competition, the rugby competition around the uh, NPC into tribalism. So you've got your Waikotos, you've got your Canterbury's, you've got your Wellingtons, you've got Northerns, you've got your Manawatus, because Staffy would be as tribal as anything. Uh, And try and make it work financially, because that's what it's all about. Even if you, you know, had to sucker some in. But, you know, like you could have, you could literally have, how we do anyway, the two the two southern teams, right? But because southern folk, I think, are a little bit more tribal. I think southern folk are a little bit more tribal, except maybe those in the Bay of Plenty, because Bay of Plenty rugby fans are pretty tribal like and, and Waikato fans. And I just think if you create that, you create a different dynamic. And if you make the, the game day experience greater, which Moana Pacifica are going to try and do at Mount yeah. Smart Stadium, like a Warriors game, yeah. which we know, we, you and I both know. Yeah, and, and even rugby fans going to the Warriors know about the game day experience. You yeah. enhance that game day experience. Suddenly, you create a completely different beast. Yeah. I, I mean, Super Rugby's okay, but yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? No, no, I do. I do as a Hawks Bay boy growing up in the Hawks Bay. Uh, the Hurricanes came along. They were our team in our catchment area, but heaps of our players were playing for Otago. I've always wanted to have like a, a, a province of origin. Where oh they yeah, go back to the province and they play for you know that would be. Well, see the thing tribal. with this though, you see, Brian, this is good rugby chat. You can create more content. Your province of origin, yeah. you know, and, but you, what you also do is you create local heroes. Yep. And so young rugby players, both men and women, young boys and girls, suddenly start going to the rugby again with mum and dad. And hopefully that filters down to club rugby, which in many areas is struggling and dying. They're struggling to to field teams in their winter competitions. And suddenly you you look back and go, well, actually, club rugby is the way to do this. And there's your feeder. Like in rugby league, you've got your reserve grade. So that's, that's, that's been my sort of... My big go-to for a long time. Well, even Chris has said, Foxton versus Shannon Club Rugby. He says it's like the ABs against the Strats. So there you go, straight away. Foxton versus Shannon. Yeah, straight away. Just like um, the Marlborough and Tasman, you know, those two teams hated each other. <laughs> they just went at it. Well, yeah, I mean, if, uh, I remember I remember uh, club rugby. You talk about club rugby. My my brother uh, brothers both plays for Putaradu. And then when Melville from Hamilton came along okay, yeah, and, yeah. and Maya, the great the great Maya Melson was in the team, played for Waikato. Wow. Oh my goodness. Uh well it was it was amazing because suddenly there was like, Oh and you knew you were gonna get a Barney. You knew you were gonna get a Barney and something was gonna happen. And I thought that was pretty important. So um yeah, I think it's it's it, it is something we need to look at. But I just wonder. We talked to Bailey Mackey a long time ago, uh, East Coast legend out there, and also on the board of New Zealand Rugby. And I said, you know, should we should we be doing something? So who knows? Bruce, oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. That's oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. G'day, Bruce. Even hello, mate. Hello. You, you you're catching a point here. You're poking the bear a bit here. I I I agree with you totally. The tribalism and, and that uh, close identity and those heroes and all that, that, that's what it should be about. 
So, so, so what would you what would you like to see? Well, FIBA rugby is driven by what millionaires, by TV rights, by money, all the wrong all the wrong reasons. So, what what do you do? Do you can it completely? Do you tell all those guys that are being paid hundreds of thousand dollars a year? Sorry, mate, we we're going to go back twenty years, and um, you're going to play because you love the game. And we'll give you a living, but we're not going to give you, you know, a house in Auckland or whatever. I, look, look, Bruce. All I want to see is tribalism back in because I think it's important, right? What's the Absolutely. what the perf what what is the perfect solution? I keep saying turn this turn the NPC turn the NPC into a competition the same length as the NRL, and then you've got something. Because then you create your tribalism through that. Bruce, I really appreciate you giving him a call. And I know what you want, uh, whether it happens in our lifetime, who knows. But happy New Year, mate. Same to you, mate. All the very best. Yeah. Yeah, nice. And thanks for calling 0800 150811. Trend is gone. Have you ever been to Taranaki? Yes, I have. There is no province more tribal than us. Trent, I appreciate that. If you want to talk more about that, you know the number 0800 150811.